Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. out for a little uh, stroll. It's a beautiful day in Philly, PA. And I wanted to reach out. I was thinking a lot. We talked about this yesterday. Philly gyms are opening on Monday, so we hear. We're always ready for things to be taken away from us, but we believe, uh, we're, we've been told we can open on Monday. Man, that highway is loud over here. Sorry about that. All the regulations are in place. Gym I work at is totally ready for it. Uh, fortunately, we developed a plan that looks a lot like the regulations they gave us on Thursday like 10 weeks ago because it seemed the safest way forward uh, and we're very proud of that. I wanted to talk uh, both to coaches and to gym members, my athletes, about class size versus policies and procedures and what I think are some opportunities here. So gyms are, depending on where you live and what the reading is, most places are 50% of capacity but significant social distancing, no contact stuff. And for the kind of group class gym situation that I work in, a lot of these sort of micro gym, boutique gym people work in, that means we're nowhere near 50% of capacity. We're operating more at like 8% of capacity. Fewer people, more space. And there are people who have expressed some real concerns about the energy in the room or uh, how it's going to feel, uh, aside from any of these sort of obvious financial considerations, which are very, very real. And uh, let me tell you, I feel them. But let's talk about the day-to-day, -day, how we deal with this first. If you are a coach, if you have a class, six people, 10 people, 12 people even, this is a huge opportunity. For a long time, I have believed that if you are standing in front of a class, of 35 people, you're not coaching. You might be a coach. You, there's no such thing as coaching a class of 35 people. You wrangle a class of 35 people. You know, if, if you have a class of 35 people and you have a one hour class, I'm gonna turn around and not go to the highway. Oh, but there's a big crowd coming this way. You know, at, at best, in a one hour session, you'll talk to each person for 70 seconds, if you're lucky. It's broad, you're painting with really broad strokes, trying to keep everyone going, keep the energy up, make sure the logistics work, get people in their spots, get the late people up to speed, get the people who need help, keep them from killing themselves. That's what coaching a class of 35 people is like. If you disagree, I'd love to talk about it, because I'm right. And let's say that's what you've always done and that's what you love, and I get it. Like, standing in front of a big crowd, getting them all doing the same thing, I, that is what a, a version of that is what I've done for my whole life and it's super fun if you have a group of seven people especially in this situation seven people who haven't been in a gym for in our case 90 plus days who are really ready to work might be a little nervous about just being in the gym at all and exercising going hard the other side people who are anxious and super excited to be in the gym and just want to go so hard that they kill themselves. You are a professional coach. If I'm talking to you, if you're still listening, I assume, this is a huge opportunity to actually show that you're a professional and do your job really, really, really well. You can help these people. You can protect these people. There are 
very experienced athletes who for the first time in a long time are nervous about walking in a gym. It's not because they don't know how to do a pull-up, but the situation has brought them added anxiety. How you operate, how you do the thing you do, can go a long way to alleviating that. Uh, you know, with honesty and transparency and professionalism. We're back to that word again. Do what you do really, really well. Do it thoughtfully, do it intentionally. Be ready for the questions people are gonna ask. Uh, how do you uh, keep things clean? How often are you washing your hands? How many masks do you own? When do you clean this? When are you gonna train? How do you operate in here? When we're not here, do all the coaches wear masks if they're working out together? How does that work? You better be ready for these questions and you better have the right answers. And if you're not sure, certainly if you're listening to this in Philly, you have almost 48 hours to figure it out. So figure it out. We know what our answers are and we're very confident of them. Athletes, gym members, clients, my loves. For you, this is a great opportunity. Uh, if your coach is one of the people I was just talking to and hopefully operating sort of kind of like the people I was just talking to, this is an opportunity for you to take advantage of a coach who's only coaching a room of seven people. And at least now, now hopefully, you know, the good ones out there are always or very almost always like this, but some coaches may not always be mm, turned on all the time when class is happening. And I, I don't mean aroused, but I mean really focused and paying attention and sort of using uh, your clients and their, their end process as the North Star. They, they are this week. They are paying attention. They want to do a good job. They might be nervous about doing it. I haven't stood in front of a room of people for 90 days. Make sure that I'm using my coach voice and projecting as well as learning how to move through a room and coach people while staying appropriately distanced, keeping everyone safe, figuring out the right way to distribute equipment on the fly. These are all still things that are gonna happen and people are really, really gonna be paying attention. So you are gonna have a coach that is paying very close attention, is excited to be at work, has a very small class. Take advantage of it, ask a question. Watch how they operate with other people don't be afraid to say, hey, uh, you know, I saw you give her a correction, something about her knees. And my knees never feel right when I pull the bar off the ground. Uh, it always feels a little awkward. I feel like I look funny. Could you take a look at me? This is a great opportunity to get some more value. Also, selfishly, as a coach, making your coaches feel useful and feel appreciated is going to help them right now. Uh, I think your coaches will appreciate your focus and the opportunity to help you out, especially on top of what is gonna be a little bit of a challenging adjustment to new procedures for a lot of us. There's gonna be some degree of anxiety, some degree of making sure that we're doing a good job and double checking things. And don't be afraid to ask questions about those either. But the more we can do, focus on doing a great job for the reason that people are actually there, the more athletes and members can do a great job of being there to be an athlete who works out to take advantage of the valuable resource that is the coach, the human being at the front of the room, the better I think this is going to go for everyone. And there's a real, real opportunity to make this a special time and to uh, 
mine some real gold. All right, I'm just about back home from my walk. Uh, I know I'm behind a mask, so it's a little tough to hear. Hashtag mask fit, mask fit. <laughs> all right, I will see you all later. Feel strong, team. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. You can find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us there to pick our brain, get started, just talk about stuff. If you could rate and review us on iTunes, five stars there makes a big difference. And folks, remember, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you are ready to get started today, then so are we. Thank you all again, and feel strong.